You're listening to Very Loose Women. Hello, and welcome to Very Loose Women. You're joined by me, Soila. I've got my friend, Leo. Hello, Leo. Hello. I've got my friend, Nikki. Hello, Nikki. Hello. And I've got our wonderful resonator. Resonia. 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 Oh, so close. I was almost there. That's what um, we should call our, John from now on. Resonia. John. Hello, John. Hello. You're tuned into Fairly Swimming and uh, it's live on Resonance 104.4 FM. Um, maybe you're listening to, uh, to us on the podcast. Who knows? Um, but if you are, I hope you enjoy this episode, which is actually going to be about anger and uh, how we deal with that very uh, red-faced emotion. Um, but first we're going to talk about celebrations and possibly frustrations. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I, I'll start. Um, so my middle sister flew to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have two nieces. One of them lives in America and was born in America. Mm. And is she, she was born in December, so three months old almost. And the other one is six months old. And the two nieces will meet. Oh. I think they have met now. So actually. your middle sister met your other sister. My elder sister's yeah, kid. Elder sister. Yeah, and they both have babies of similar ages. Mm. So like, there's a wealth of cuteness that I'm missing out on right now. <laughs> oh, of so, yeah. So I guess a frustration, but no. a celebration for them. No, meeting. it's a celebration. Like okay. the idea that that is happening makes me deeply happy. That sounds lovely. Yeah, they are like the sweetest children on the planet. I haven't met one of them yet, but I know that (laughs) she is. So, yeah, feeling pretty confident about that. Sweet. That's fantastic. Got to get some videos. Yeah, Yeah. believe me, my family WhatsApp group is (laughs) full of them. I have a celebration, which is that it's my mum's birthday. Happy birthday. And I celebrated with her at the weekend. What's her name? Her name is Sue. Shout out to Sue. Happy birthday, Sue. Sue. Happy birthday, on the Sue. radio. <laughs> She's going to love it. That was basically that air horn, you know. Okay. okay. <laughs> that was actually an assault on your earlobes, listeners. I'm very sorry. I know. Um, I want to also celebrate. Um, I saw uh, a good friend of ours, good friend of the show, Flora, today. Um, is this a shout out for Flora? A shout out to I'll Flora. I'll join in on that. Shout love out Flora. to Flora, who... I have not seen her in a short while, um, but it was almost as if I saw her yesterday. Um, like the amount of laughter. She's and joy. so glowing. She was glowed she's, so much. She's glowing. Yeah. She said I was glowing, and I've had that compliment a lot over the last week. So you are glowing. <laughs> thank you. That wasn't a fish, but thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So Flora, just thank you to the joy that you brought me, and that you bring us. That sounded like a prayer, but <laughs> moving on. Um, there is Flora. <laughs> there is Flora. Our Flora. Um, our Flora. <laughs> um, the London Borough of Southwark. John. Um, it would have to be, um, I've kind of left a, an internship I was really hating um, and was very, very dull um, to kind of focus on um, kind of like a portfolio of, of audio work. So mm. um, a little documentary, which I'm really excited about. So I've been able to kind of... Um, put all my time into that which has been really nice although I do find it difficult to kind of motivate myself to, to get up and do it at a, mm, a good gosh. hour hard relate <laughs> yeah oh, I know yeah. It's, you know, I thought once I'd got into like the no. working hours I'd leave and I could I could maintain some of it but it's just, just one not... day of Netflix and then it's <laughs> yeah, just four weeks of Netflix yeah, yeah it's no, tough it's difficult oh. it, yeah 
So is that a celebration? Yeah, I'd say that's a celebration. Wow, overall. we've yeah. really, we've really, for a, a theme today of frustration, we've actually, we've, we've gone for celebration. Um, there is a small thing that also I saw, I saw John at my, at where I work. That's we a work celebration. In the same building. Mm. And um, I, he was coming out of a lift, and I was coming out of a different lift. I saw him, and literally, I hammered the open the elevator button. And to the horror of all the people in the John lift. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, John? John? And then I turn around and it's, it's you. And what a joyful moment that was. Yeah, right. I mean, for really some. <laughs> Not for people in the lift who were like, God. But we don't really share working hours at all. So we I don't. didn't expect. And then it was like my first shift and I'd bumped into you in this ridiculously large building. So <laughs> I know. It was really nice. It was, I loved it. Um, so that's a, an, another extra, extra celebration. But we're going to move on to frustrations now. Um, I'm going to talk about we're going to talk about getting angry. Um, uh, I think I wanted to, to to kind of really start with: Have you ever literally just lost it, like l- just exploded in anger? There, there was when I was a kid. There were actually two instances. There was one that my family still like quote back at me that mm. we were. Um, it was my three two sisters. There were three of us, and then my dad. And we went to Venice, the four of us, and I was nice. about seven or eight. And um, they were all singing the song that went, Dans la vie, faut pas s'en faire, which is like, in life, you must not fuss too much. Mm. And I thought they were making fun of me. I do not know why. Like, in hindsight, they might not have been. Mm-hmm. But I was like, please stop singing that. And they just wouldn't. They just kept, and I felt like they were taunting me. Mm. So I just like, I like don't remember this, but apparently had a full on screaming fit. <laughs> like I would not stop screaming, and like they did not understand what was happening. I, like they, my dad had to pick me up because I was like, like Shaking, fighting with yeah. my hands and feet so much. I was just like completely Tantrum. lost it. Yeah, wow. Like it never happened before, never happened after. But there was this one time <laughs> where I was playing cards with um, it was a separate occasion. Yeah, I was at boarding school. I was about ten, and I felt that the person I was playing with like no one had won or lost at that point Mm. but had was cheating and I was like I can see you cheating and I like I like slammed my hands down on this on the bed because it was on a duvet and the cards just went everywhere and I was I was just so furious that someone would cheat I was (laughs) such an injustice (laughs) and then I told my mum and I remember this I think it was my mum and she's like oh that's really good because it shows that you get angry when people do things to you that are unfair and I'm like too right but yeah no like um, but I, I think that I, after that, just learned to suppress anger, like on a, like for a very long time. Mm. And like in 2015, I like reclaimed it again, and I've been oh. enjoying it ever since. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird emotion, anger. It is. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. If you were just like Nikki, you're so gentle that I can't imagine you being angry, really. Well, I haven't. I would say I haven't lost it in quite a long time. But mm. when I was a child, up until actually like quite late teenage years I was so angry mm. you wouldn't recognize me I threw a lot of heavy things around I hit a lot of people oh my, my god family. yeah I hit my sister with a flute like a <laughs> not recorder the flute. not the flute a reco- like a plastic recorder yeah. it was anger yeah I think, Threat, definitely. Yeah. I think about all the horrible things that I did as a child just in anger yeah, yeah. Just... I did one really funny thing I mean a lot of them are not funny at all but one that really stands out which I find quite hilarious <laughs> is that when I used to be angry, I used to like put 
to eat stuff. Mm. And once I ate my school timetable, <laughs> and I only had one, that is and the they best said they wouldn't issue heard. me another one. So I spat it out, <laughs> put it back together and photocopied it. And then for the rest of the year, I had this timetable. You could like see that it had been chewed into shreds oh, no. in my mouth. That's amazing. Wait, so wait, a- how old were you? Probably like 13 or 14. And you were really angry, so you scrunched it into a ball and put it in your mouth. Yeah. And That's amazing. <laughs> and then Was this in out. front of your teacher or something? No, or was I think it, it was at home. Just on your own? Yeah, possibly like my mum might have been present. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my I God. But I distinctly remember like, afterwards feeling like why have I done this and like really trying to piece it back together and photocopy yeah, it so what no I love one would know. is the sort of how how different it is between the like moment of anger and how extreme it is to yeah. shove a whole piece of paper in your mouth yeah. and then like carefully <laughs> photocopying all of the tiny little bits like yeah. there's like I think Mickey now and then <laughs> you can really see like the, like the transition in your personality yeah I have definitely had a major transition <laughs> yeah it's quite funny <laughs> I don't think I really get angry very often. I definitely think I did when I was younger. I was incredibly competitive, but not massively skilled at a lot of things. But I would just be so competitive at everything I did. Um, and then I just get so frustrated um, every time that, you know, which was quite often I wasn't that good at it, which is often oh, sports no. and stuff like that, you yeah. know. Um, but I think that was sort of from determination more than anything. I remember once kind of being laughed at in front of the school because I was uh it was like a sports day and we had this this um this was this was actually shockingly uh not that young oh, no. um but I remember sort of doing the long distance race and someone like being ahead of me and them and, and I remember crossing the line they were sort of like tired but crossing the line you know dignified and happy that they'd won and there was just me with this like crunched up red angry face streaming <laughs> behind them and everyone was just sort of like is he all right you know <laughs> I just got way too into into stuff like that when yeah. I was younger, so I don't I don't as much anymore. But that was definitely what set me off. Wow, I feel like childhood brings a lot of uncontrolled anger. But mm. there was a time very recently when I I had to had do so much suppression of my anger because I was driving, and I was like, um, and my um, not to name of shame, mum was <laughs> in the passenger seat, and um, we made up and like. You know, I love her very much and I appreciate all of her advice when I'm driving. But there was this moment where I... I think when you're driving, you have to be in control and feel in control. There was a moment where um, she told me... We were going around a roundabout, which um, we've we've had an issue with before in that I think my second week of driving, um, I... And there was this episode where I was like... It all went wrong and then I started crying while I was driving. This is the only time I've hated driving. Anyway, so that's our past. And then flashback to... Um, literally this weekend just gone where um, we were in the car on a roundabout and she was like we were going somewhere new I'd not done this roundabout before and she went indicate up and that moment because I was also stressed and I was trying to like figure out just I was like no lost it and then I was like what do you mean indicate up Jeez, you know, we could have died, all of this stuff. Indicate up, it's a rubbish, you know, all of it completely. And then it was like, she's like, I I meant, I was like, just say right, just say right. That's the direction I've got to go. Just say right. She was like, well, I meant, I meant right. And also you actually technically have to indicate up to indicate right, technically. Um, but yeah, so I lost it. And then I was like, you're not, you're not, you're in the back, you're in the back, blah, 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 <laughs> all of this. 
and then got to the destination and um, like didn't say anything else. <laughs> and we had a friend in the car as well. So I was like, sorry, Caroline, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> like, after I'd obsessed myself. And then um, and then I was like, she was like, are we, are we okay? I was like, yeah, we're, we're fine. You know, just maybe just say right when you mean right. <laughs> and problem solved. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 I think having to suppress that kind of thing um that emotion was quite a quite an interesting one and so my follow-on question is is what kind of things make you angry because that was a very mundane thing there are obvious things like political agreements or news stories where you think why is this happening um the fact that this happens makes me angry and people shouldn't be treated like this you know that i think that's a very obvious thing but are there other kind of maybe more nuanced kind of oh the way that someone doesn't put the knife in the in the sink or something. Oh yeah, that old chestnut. <laughs> that old one. <laughs> um, I think uh, <laughs> injustice in, in is, is like it's a really cheesy thing to say, but mm. uh, when it's directed at you is one thing, and then also when you read about it for other yeah. people, I think that there's like empathetic anger, which is maybe a bit more boring and annoying. Mm. Um, but when it's like on you and you just feel really frustrated mm. then I think that that's the one that cuts the most um but yeah w just when you're talking about your mum I think parents have a special place because they they knew you when you weren't able to repress your anger yeah at your repress your anger and so I think my parents are able to make me more angry than anyone else but mm. just be because like there are bits that I haven't learned to seal up with them yeah um yes. and i like really do my best but like they both know that my buttons and they're both people who <laughs> press them <laughs> yeah i mean you know they're good people you love but, them, but like... um exactly so that like they'll go there and they i think to some extent n know what reaction they will get yeah. out of me and i will deliver yeah. on that but also do you think you know their you know what buttons of theirs to press i guess I don't know. Maybe it's that closeness where you feel like you're well, you can express that, in, that in, anger. In my relationship now, I know that in my last relationship, I wouldn't express anger um, outwardly. I would find little passive aggressive ways to disseminate it mm. in our everyday lives. <laughs> but um, but in this relationship, we have like boiling points, and it's actually quite good to erupt because mm. then you're not like sweeping everything under the carpet mm. until the carpet's like on a mound of dust. <laughs> Um, interesting great imagery <laughs> you're welcome um, so now it's like like uh, obviously on the moment when you're like having a big old fight it's mm. really unpleasant and mm. it's horrible but it does mean that you get to like say the things that you've been meaning to say can um, can women be angry are women allowed to be angry good question I think it's definitely less less socially acceptable mm. for women like if a, to if be a, angry if a fella kind of loses it at work or something, then it's kind of like, oh, you know, it's probably under pressure or... I think it's in different ways, though. Like, um... Is that, is that a stereotype of me to think? Like, if... if Just, yes, if you think in terms of stereotypes, if a man gets aggressive and loses his shit, then it's... I would say, like, it's, people view that as dangerous, because it is, mm. and so and so it's like a little bit more inhibitive, mm -hmm. I, I would say. Like, I would say that men, in if you're stereotyping, have a tendency to hold things in. And I know I, I do that as well. And um, 
uh, like I was comparing the anger in both of my relationships and I know that in my last one we were both holder inners and mm. my partner now is like a definitely a letter outer mm. and uh, like she definitely takes the time to express her anger and uh, so I guess like just based on that like quite I mean they're two people they're individuals but those personal experiences I would say that women do, like perhaps it's because I'm sympathetic or but yeah. women do let it out more but then yeah. you have this like, this image of the hysterical woman. Yeah. I think and you see yeah. it in politics and you see it in Yeah, and I definitely throw that back at her. It's yeah. not fair. Yeah, it's definitely like a yeah, an image that but I, I think I think there's I mean, a lot of annoying things that go on for men, but I would say like, you know, statistically in terms of quality, more that go on for women. It's not competition. Mm. So like <laughs> but but like, you know, women have a lot to be angry about. Very true. Mm. That's very true. Mm. What do you think as a as a man, John? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, for the, the same reasons as 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 men get angry at things, I definitely agree with in the terms of, um, you know, if if um, a man is probably angry at me, I'm probably going to be more worried because there's always probably a slightly more chance of like a, a physical threat there. Mm, mm. Um, but yeah, I I I don't think that there should be any reason that I don't know that women can't get angry in certain situations where men can but yeah I'm, I'm probably not the right person to ask I really no uh, I, I really think get... definitely are like you know this is when we you're the angriest person we've ever met <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think maybe there's an interesting point kind of leading off from that in terms of how you deal with other people's anger when you see it yeah because um, I think sometimes you might want to um, de-escalate and de-escalate and so what's the best way that you de-escalate that situation f in terms of other people when you see it but also how do you calm yourself down yeah mm. Mm. Um, I'd actually say sorry don't mean to no, jump in straight away <laughs> get angry but, um, yeah. I'd say that I'm definitely one of the people who's if someone's really angry at something I try to de-escalate it and I think that often that is kind of the wrong thing to do mm. because sometimes if someone's really angry about something they just need to let off steam and they mm. need to really you know be angry at it and, and let it out and often I'm kind of, I'd just be like, well, it's not that bad. And this is, yeah. you know, and it's just that then to someone who's genuinely angry about something it's is like, so well, frustrating. you don't understand how bad yeah. it is if you're saying it's not that exactly. bad. And yes. it, then, then I just get on the, rather than, you know, trying to de-escalate it in that way, it just then seems like I'm like, well, it's not that important. And then yeah. it's downplaying their emotions. Yes. Yeah. So that's definitely mm -hmm. something that I do that, you know, I, I often feel as well that if someone that's been wronged, I feel like. I don't get angry often, um, and I feel like there's definitely, definitely I should get angry more, you know, in terms of if someone, you know, one of my friends has been really wronged or, as you say, talking about certain injustices as well, um, I often find it easy to stand back um, and think that later I think I should really have been angry there, I should have been passionate and I should have yeah. been, you know, exerting that and... and yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I feel like I kind of let, let some people down in the way that I'm not... Um, overly angry in situations where I, I realistically kind of should be at least a little bit. Mm. Um, in, in I was mentioned earlier in 2015. I sort of I was post breakup and I was like I was just I just hadn't let myself be angry in an awfully long time. I think about eight years or ten years. Like mm. it was re it was really odd. And so in 2015, I started discovering different sides of myself, and one of them was like this sort of more socialist side. Uh, which I knew I, I knew I was left leaning, but I'd never been like, oh, I'm definitely a socialist. This is who I am. Mm. So I started spending time with like activist groups and things, and they're freaking angry. Like, <laughs> so angry. It's <laughs> like I was not expecting it to that extent. I, and I met one particularly angry person. I, 
don't think that he was a very good example. But like the anger on him, I was like, I do not understand like what is going on here. Um, but I actually found like that it helped me find my own anger, hanging out with like like people who were extre extraordinarily angry to the mm -hmm. point of like self and uh, uh, like detrimental to others as well. Um, uh, so, but but I found that like when you're faced with someone who is angry, um, the, like John was saying, like the worst thing to say is like, you know, pat them on the back or something. You've just gotta, you've just gotta let them. If you if you try to if you try to say like oh shh or something, mm. then it just makes it so much worse. I, d I do think there's one thing in in allowing being someone to be angry when they need to be angry, but also there's a necessity if, to anger. I think that's what yeah, I'm trying to but say. But like there yeah. are times when um, I've been on the phone and like a colleague has got incredibly angry with someone else on the phone, and it's been an awful experience to mm. listen to have to listen to that, and you just don't know what to do. And like there've been times when I've literally moved the phone away from my ear so they can just be angry on the phone oh over gosh, there. I used to do that to my mum. But you see what I mean? She's talking to me. I'd just be like, yep. <laughs> they take it away and then yeah. bring it back like three minutes later. Interesting. But yeah. and I think there is that, that other sense of consideration, I think, because mm. sometimes you just don't want... So you're just not in the mood to have to experience someone yeah. else's anger. Yeah, and I think you need to be clear about that. I mean, sometimes it doesn't always get across, but... Um, is it's often people say who work in call centers get a lot of crap because people like, are really awful. frustrated. Yeah. Someone's waited 20 minutes and you can't help them. Like, obviously you're going to be getting, you're going to be scapegoated for whatever it yeah. is they're calling about. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's just like a natural progression of everyone's yeah. time. But like, they must get it like all the yeah. time. But then the, on the other side of that, if someone is angry and frustrated, then they, yeah. that there should be a way that, you know. They, yeah, well, I mean, so it's all, it's perhaps a, it's I think the call it's a, center a, ecosystem that we need to address. Well, yeah, so a <laughs> but, balance, a um, balance. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know where, I, I think person to person, I have always taken the stand of like, I can't deal with emotions right now. I'm going to mm. shut down completely and walk out the room. If I can yeah. leave, then I will leave. Like yeah, yeah. that was always, but it's such a terrible, yeah. terrible thing to do. But then how do you deal with that anger yourself? I know that um, lots of people like to do physical activities. I think Nikki mentioned Imagine boxing. Yeah, I think do what, do a, a, what a wonderful of kind of anger it's relief. Good. It's good for anxiety, good for anger, yeah. good for all kinds of emotions that you may want to punch yeah. out in a bag. <laughs> and I think the similar thing is that um, when I asked Leo the same question, you said drumming. And mm. I, th I think they're both quite kind of, yeah. Yeah, you know, Yeah, yeah there's definitely like a, a, a sort of a body speaking situation. I don't mm. know how you feel it when you're boxing, but like... I tried boxing and it's very painful. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like low-level pain. Yeah. Yes, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, with, yeah, with drumming, I think, I think that it's dual. If I'm playing with other people, then it's also you get this... Um, I think they've studied this, but you get euphoria from playing music with people. You get, like, mm. dopamine hits and serotonin nice. and all of want. the lovely little brain drugs um, but on top of that you're hitting stuff with sticks like while going through that so mm. it's just like the most cathartic thing I've ever experienced mm. and I swear if I had discovered drumming when I was 20 like my life would have been like fundamentally different it's like wow oh definitely yes it, it's like brought me so much immediate joy that mm. um and it's screenless as well Screenless. Like you're not looking at a screen. Oh, I see. I see. And yes. everything is so screen based. And to be able to do something that is so cathartic and not does not involve a screen is like yeah. the ultimate liberation from everything. Yeah. Um, there is an interesting one though, which does involve a screen, and that's a very particular video game. 
which I love. I was telling my colleague about this the other day, um, which is Animal Crossing, which as a video Aww. game is so gentle and literally you rent a house from this raccoon um, and you pay a mortgage, but there's no interest in this mortgage. Fabulous way of doing it. Um, so it can take you three years and you pay off the mortgage by selling acorns, you know? That's beautiful. What a wonderful game. And when I get very like angry or if I need a very quick kind of like de-stress, um, I'll... I'll turn to that or I'll think of, you know, music or I think there's there's sort of kind of basic kind of, oh, you know, that's, you know, very, oh, everyone does that or kind of, but they work, you mm. know, just put on that song about sunflowers and you're good to go kind of thing. I like <laughs> the idea of an economy based on acorns. Because oh, it's literally love, growing on trees. I could literally trees. talk about this game for hours, <laughs> but literally. Look, it's money, God, money. Uh, yeah, sorry. That, <laughs> that just clicked. <laughs> so much excitement. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, yeah. Um, I think as a, as a final thought, is there kind of one thing that you would say um, really helps you deal with your anger? Like as a... Yeah. I think I'd always thought that dealing with my anger was not expressing it, was like mm -hmm. turning it in. And I know that I still do that to a lot of extent. It gets translated into nerves and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so like I had a family member who visited and I just spent the night vomiting because I turned like so much inside that like my body just can't cope with the amount of emotion that I'm holding in. Mm -hmm. So I would say like find ways to let it out. It's yeah. like that was me growing up was like figuring that mm -hmm. I had out that I had to do that. I think learning a couple of breathing techniques, like just counting your breath, like mm. holding it in for 10 seconds, breathe out for 10 seconds, hold it in. I think that can help in a very, if, if it's a very tense moment. And that's what I did when I was driving the car. Because yeah. I was like, I have to, I have to concentrate. Like there mm. is no, you know, I'll get angry now. Like it's about safety. Um, so I think in moments like that, just kind of very simple kind of things. Yeah, definitely. Also just acknowledging that you're angry, I think. Yeah. And that anger's okay and yeah. good because I think sometimes it's like bubbling away under the surface you yeah. don't even quite know what it is that's yeah. how it happens for me anyway yeah and when you're like actually no I am angry what am I angry about I'm angry yeah. about this why and kind of thinking about it mm. helps Oh, and yes. then punching. And then punching something. <laughs> I always find that talking about it, um, and usually that just means talking at someone, you know, some, mm -hmm. uh, finding a sort of neutral party, and I just talk at them for a good 25 minutes or something, and then um, I often just feel a lot better. I feel like I've got it out, and then, yeah, it doesn't seem like that thing is, is worrying me as much or that person um, is annoying me as much as, mm. as they could have been. So I'd say that. There we go. Well, thank you all so much. Thank you. Um, you have been listening to Very Loose Women live on Resonance 104.4 FM. You can follow us at uh, VLW Radio and Very Loose Women on Facebook. Um, and you can listen to old episodes, previous episodes on Acast, Spotify um, and other kind of podcasting apps. Good night.